Hello everybody and welcome to The In-Between, a podcast that engages you, the listener, with real-time experiences, thoughts, considerations, purges, and everything that sums up the existence that is human. Shared by me, your host, Gil C. And this is occurring between seasons one and... I mean, sorry. (laughs) One. (laughs) That was a while ago. Uh, Between seasons two and three of It Is In Us Now, It Is In U.S. Now, which is a podcast that encourages benevolent opinion, self-reliant research, belief in faith, and all that is the awakened human. (laughs) Um, So, welcome to episode number five. Right? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, Another thing I really enjoy about these is how casual they are. Um, There's not necessarily even background music, unless it's something that I'm playing that is um, actually playing in my space. Um, Anyways, well, I guess I'm bringing you the latest experiences, but... I kind of don't know where to begin, so I guess I'll begin with today, because a lot has happened since (laughs) the last episode, and not necessarily what a person would consider a lot. Let's just say I've I've continued to stay busy. I've been busy consistently, um, being with, around people, being in my thoughts, um, and having many, many things drop into my lap to, I believe, draw me around to today. Today, I couldn't help but feel around the start of the day that I was somehow and in some way overlooking something or forgetting something it felt like it was something that was decided upon many 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 i was gonna say years ago oh i guess i'm starting to get more of a realization of the depth of this right as i'm talking to you in real time as promised Uh uh-huh um okay so Earlier in the day when I was feeling this, it felt like a missed appointment or something that I would have calendared or something that I agreed to or was obligated to. I couldn't think of what it was. I felt like, um, I felt as though like I had missed a dinner or a lunch with a friend or just something. Something was there. I wasn't bothered by this. I just was aware that... I was feeling this way and I couldn't figure out what it was and if it weren't for the following thoughts I probably still wouldn't know what it was but maybe 
this feeling of absentness was exactly what was required for me to stumble upon these thoughts. Because even though I didn't put too much into it other than to maybe mention it to another individual, um, that's really kind of where it stopped. Kind of just acknowledged it. And then I didn't really think about it because, of course, I did get busy within my day and engaging other people. And, you know, you don't want to be in your head when you're around people, let alone at work. Um, I mean, it's okay to be in your head, but you just want to be present in your head. <laughs> um, and the next thing I know, I start to become aware of the uh, fact... <laughs> that there were a lot of synchronicities happening and these were okay so real quickly about synchronicities it is believed by some that when something happen happens happens okay so y'all probably figured out i'm having wine <laughs> um when something happens that correlates to something else in your life be it an action, uh, a conversation, a thought, a belief, um, maybe even an, how did I say action? <laughs> um, these things that happen in our lives that may seem somewhat significant to us as an individual, when they line up with another facet of your life that's completely independent that is a synchronicity and there is no uh there is no way to downplay the level of that synchronicity it could be as easy or as simple as someone who watched a certain movie and somehow some way out of the blue from left field from someone who has no idea of your personal life may mention the movie and may mention the movie in a context that if the individual who is aware of synchronicities is aware of <laughs> um it will signal something for me and i believe for many the idea of a synchronicity is just to tell the person who is aware or who has become aware of the synchronicity that they are more or less on the correct path or train of thought it's kind of like you, the universe's way of saying don't doubt yourself. You're thinking the right thoughts or you're at least on the right course to what will ultimately become a correct thought. But see, we have to go through things in order to learn certain things and these synchronicities are the universe's way of saying don't stop this path 
because you're going to get where you're supposed to get. And that's regardless of the path. I'm going to stop that train of thought real quickly to segue just to a second on this thought. A lot of people, humans, in this lifetime, life period of ours, have definitely been subjected to the idea that certain behaviors and certain actions are condemnable, are bad, are not good. This is because of the era that we are living in. When a human dissects everything, they're able to talk themselves up into a constitution of good and bad. When in actuality, all the bad is, is the universe's way of saying, hold up, back up, stop, and think a minute. If things aren't going well for you, there's a reason you're missing something. This is also the case with thoughts and some feelings. If we're inundated with a lower feeling, something is not in a proper homeostasis for us, which is basically, I'm trying to say, something is not occurring as it's intended to. And these, which I used to call self-imposed experiences up until like today, because I'm learning in real time, um, those quote-unquote self-imposed experiences are just a benchmark or a guiding post you know on this long trail of life or short if you're not looking at it linearly and if you're looking at it quantumly <laughs> uh, and this is why i had to with intent become aware of the fact that i personally needed to release the traditions of guilt, fear, and shame. And maybe that's why I'm coming to this. So I just wanted to explain that. And I guess what I'm trying to say in one good old ball of wax is don't, I mean, of course, no, just don't. Don't allow guilt and fear and shame to direct your behaviors, your actions, and your thoughts. Those three little boogers can do a lot to the human. They can make a human engage and do things that prior to their evolution would not have necessarily seen in part of their scope or spectrum. With that being said, synchronicities. <laughs> One of the most common synchronicities that's talked about is the idea of seeing the numbers 1111 side by side. 
And for that matter, any sequence of numbers, uh, 222, 123, 456, um, 1313. Uh, and that's just the most general, I guess, idea. And it's funny that it would be numbers, uh, synchronistically speaking. I didn't know I was going to talk about this, these, this aspect. But today I found myself explaining numerology, or at least a very novice idea of numerology, to people who had no clue what I was talking about. And now I'm talking about 1111. And I'm about to tell you <laughs> well, kind of what I told them, but more in detail, because obviously I have the span and the scope to do it at this moment. Um, in numerology, every number is assigned a certain attribute. And the way that this, it, it, that from my understanding, and it's a very elementary one, which may be the best thing because that means other ideas aren't convoluting the root or the foundation. Um, you basically take the number and you find how it applies to yourself. And the way this is done is through sequence of numbers. Um, so, for example, today when I was trying to consider why I felt like I was missing something or felt like I overlooked something, I considered the date. So I thought, okay, June 6th, I mean June, hello, I just put us a month in advance and I said June 6th, that's 6 6 Okay, I'll need to th keep that in mind <laughs> at 12.21 a.m. on the 14th of May. So this happened on the 5th, um, on the 5th, on the 13th of May in the year 2019. So I took the numbers, 50, no, I'm sorry, 5132019. And you basically add the sequence. And in doing so, you come up with a number. And then if that's a two or digit number or higher, you add those numbers with the exception of a couple, which I'll tell you in a minute. And when you add those, you basically add each amount until it singles down to a number. So five plus one is six plus three is nine, which makes it a nine day. And then you have to factor in the year, of course. So 5 plus 1 is 6 plus 3 is 9. Plus 2 is 11. Plus 1 is 10. Plus 9 is 19. 9 and 1 make 10, which makes it a 1 day, which makes this the start day. Which, for some reason, I didn't realize when I was explaining this earlier today. Okay. Beginning. That's what I was overlooking, but I was feeling it because after I had spoken this thought to, it was now, you know, a coworker, the, I, the thought that I was missing or feeling like I had overlooked something, all of a sudden everything felt right. Everything felt right. Like I, nothing felt wrong. Even that I couldn't recall something, I just knew, okay, it's intended to be this way. If it was something that I overlooked, I will find out about it later. Someone will, if it was if something that involved another individual, someone will definitely holler at me. 
and all of that will be resolved and I'll know why. Because there's a reason for everything. There is not coincidence in this life. There's only haphazard plan <laughs> unfolding in front of us. And I say haphazard is because we don't necessarily have control of the plan, but we know the general outline. How we get there is dependent upon whether or not we're listening and are aware of our own actions, thoughts, and intents. And so... Synchronicities. So 11-11, you know, 12-12, 22 these are all numbers that in their repetition kind of like act as messengers in a way. Now, about numerology before I move on, when you deduce a power number, uh, something like 11, 11, 12, 12, anything that doubles 13, 13, 22, 22, um, or a number that doesn't have a prime, sometimes people would consider. So 13 would stay as is, uh, or has the potential to be. Um, and of course, you can also elevate it to another level where you can say, well, if this number is symbolic of myself, like the number 12, for example, or whatever number it may be for you as an individual, you may not see a need to deduce it to its root. Um, and this is why I think the fundamentality of beliefs like this are more appropriate because it's very easy for a person to, um, or at least it was at a point, very easy, easy for a person to talk themselves into compartmentalizing the belief into what's appropriate for them. Or as... I heard on one of my favorite shows of the past <laughs> when an actor said, uh, where did you hear this in um, Convenient Theories for You Monthly? <laughs> um, anyways, uh, if you know where that's from, from props. Um, anyways, okay, so... <laughs> so... The synchronicities don't have to be extravagant, but sometimes they are. In most cases for me, they reach, they can have the potential to reach that. Um, it would be like me having, well, I mean, I think where it has the potential to reach for anybody is when an individual is having a conversation with someone and then that same topic or subject is either brought up or somehow brought into attention with another individual who has no connection or tie whatsoever to the first conversation. And this would be something, for example, like with me, it would be like um, having a very thought-provoking and in-depth conversation with a family member and then having, I'm going to say someone as random as like a coworker, ask a question, make a statement or something that completely ties to, correlates and draws back to that conversation. Knowing, and the reason why I say what I said about it being like random or whatever is because I know that that individual has no ties to my family. There's no way that they're calling mom and dad or brother and sisters and, and saying like, hey, what did you and Gil talk about this weekend? You know, like there is no way. <laughs> All they have maybe is the feeling or sensation of the thoughts that are within me because I do emit a very high frequency. I do emit a very potential 
potential energy of, of, of transmutation for them. I, I transmute, I'm going to say, like, the free radical energy automatically. That's all the stuff in the air that's around me. But what I don't transmit is the heart. The individual has to do that for themselves. All I can do is be present, and that's it. That's absolutely it. <laughs> and, wow, my heart is singing right now. So maybe all of these synchronicities were to lead up to this. Um... Do y'all feel it? Like, it's, like, I don't know. My heart is speaking fiercely from the eye. <laughs> fiercely from the we. My thoughts have been very deep this weekend, and I had um, a very interesting experience. When I talk about the idea of self-imposed experiences in the past, I was kind of trying to say that I was doing something that I was told through, through be it parental guidance, uh, listening to a, uh, an advisor, a teacher, a counselor, a, a, a priest, minister. Um, I was trained and conformed into these ideas that certain things are wrong or um, disagreeable. And so when I would say self-imposed experience, what I was really trying to say is like, basically, I guess like I was sinning. I mean, um, not in this, always in the sense of sinning, but that's what I'm likening it to. It's saying like, if I decide to indulge in alcohol, like I shouldn't feel bad for it. If I should decide to be intimate with an individual, I shouldn't feel bad for it. Um, of course, that goes into another thing, and for that, see the last pod, no, the third podcast, where we talk about the sacred secretion, and um, the third in-between podcast, I should say. Um, and so, uh, now it's different, because even though at the point that I was saying this, I was on the fence, like I was acknowledging the fact that it is something that was bad per se, or maybe delaying, or um, back setting setting the course back, or, or slowing down the the movement. Um, but now I see it more as I mean, and I, and then I was seeing it as a learning lesson as well. Like so, I was kind of like trying to qualify one and the other. But now I can't even look at certain actions, behaviors, as that. It's only good because we become, if we are an, a conscience-aware and awakened human being, which we all are, or exactly have the potential to be, um, by having these experiences, we are learning exactly who we are and what we understand at the time of that experience. I feel like so much so that I can come and talk about it, right? I haven't said anything exact yet, but I suspect all of that will come out because it's the only way 
that this message is going to reach and relate to certain individuals because there are certain individuals in this world who are so in the droves of guilt, shame, and fear that at a point they could become a black hole for everybody around them. But now it's kind of more like self-destructive behavior and I believe that having someone speak about things that they know and are familiar with and can, can and can exemplify the desire for them to be better or whole or or joyous that 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 would be exactly what they need because it would tell them that they're not alone which they aren't and you aren't and i am not we are always by our side and i've i've started saying that at the end of the it is in us now podcasts and i will explain that at some point um but aside from ourselves there are many more who stand behind us some of you all call them guardian angels and you're very right in calling them that because they do guide you and hence guard you and when we listen things work in our benefit so synchronicities never discredit a synchronicity like i said at the onset like it can be something as simple as watching a movie and then having someone bring it up so i'll give you that as an example today okay i was watching a movie <laughs> this past weekend and um or i'd started to at one point then stopped and that's going to be a story for another time because I don't know if it was, well, I guess maybe now it was synchronistic. Should I include this in the conversation? I'll think about it. Um, yes, it was. Holy crap. Okay, so I just had another realization and it just, wow. Okay, so let's get back to this first though. I was watching a movie and that movie was brought up by an individual who had would have no way of knowing that i was watching this movie and it was an individual at work and the way it came up was very okay it was like this i watched the movie and then at work while talking about a completely different subject i made a comment and the comment was definitely relating to work um, and the individual at work said, that reminds me of something. And he started saying what I had said, but paraphrased it in a different way and a different context. And I said, oh, I know where that's from. <laughs> and then I couldn't remember off the top of my head, but I was like, but I know I've heard it. And the reason why it's significant is because it, it came, it, he, it related to this individual as a line that was said in the movie. And the reason why it was significant is to me is because it's a line I wouldn't have thought twice about. <laughs> it's a line I wouldn't have thought twice about. And it was something along, I was joking around and, um, 
we do rentals where I work and when rentals are returned, you know, based on their condition, of course, um, we can accept the rental or we can deny it and then thusly creating a charge for the individual. But I mean, that's totally on a case by case and in, in, uh, basis and uh, definitely, I mean, definitely, it, well, that is what it is. But anyways, um, so when we have product that um, could be considered damaged, um, depending on the person who is reviewing the product, um, we will write a note and place it, you know, in the product. And, and, and so my note was basically stated, you know, please do not remove this note. Um, you know, and then I, I, I would make a notation of where the damage is and then the date. So that way going forward, if someone else rents this product and it's further damaged, whoever receives it will have an idea of, of what it was prior to, because a lot of people like to say, oh, well, that was the way it was when I got it. And those people who are lying obviously never get away with it as far as I'm concerned, or at least to my knowledge, um, because I feel like I can read right through them. And, you know, when I ask them the line of questions and just feel their energy, I, you know, I work with them and I empathize with them because I know they're losing money, but they have to be accountable and responsible. Otherwise, something else down the road is going to go wrong for them. So hopefully they would consider this a favor <laughs> um, when I have to be stern about policy. And so uh, anyways, um, so I wrote that in the, in, in the book because that's what we rent. Um, oh, that's the product. <laughs> and uh, I wrote, you know, please do not remove this note. I listed the damage. But in, in jest, I said, I, I said to my coworkers, please do not remove this note on penalty of death or a, a, a convert to purchase charge. And, you know, of course, they started laughing because it was like, oh, like, you know, from one extreme to the truth, right? Because <laughs> it, it was a joke. And that's what reminded my coworker of this line from this movie that I had seen over the weekend. And again, I would have never considered, I wasn't even thinking about the movie, let alone the character in the movie stating something that was ballpark similar to what I said. <laughs> um, which means like I had to really be on my toes to be like, oh, um, hey, <laughs> like I just saw that movie and like, and then notice the synchronicity. So what I'm trying to say is don't discredit anything. Um, another one would be this. I just started watching a TV show that was already out years ago and is now being looped around um, on many, many entertainment applications and, you know, whatnot. And uh, because I'm watching this show now, um, I talk about it. And again, a coworker came in, uh, and we had just, I was just remarking about one of the episodes I had seen and we talked about it, you know, at the beginning of the day or my day. And after lunch, that coworker came in and said, it was so weird. And I said, what's that? And he was like, well, I was out there and all of a sudden I heard someone telling someone else, hey, have you seen this show? And it was the show I was talking about. And this is a show that's been off the air for probably more than a decade. 
So that's another thing. That's another, like, very individual, like, detail that solidifies the idea of the synchronicity. Because though this being is aware of my engagements in this entertainment, there is another person out there talking to someone else as though it's being seen or experienced for the first time. I see that. I don't know if anybody else would, but I see that. So don't discredit your synchronicities. The 1111, the 1212, the 123, the 1221. You know, don't discredit those things. Maybe just stop and think about what you're thinking about at that moment. Or stop and look at what you're engaged in or who you're engaged in with that moment. Or realize what you're feeling at that exact moment. And know that that is what it's supposed to be. So then you say or ask, well, what if I'm feeling bad? Well, if you're noticing this synchronicity in a moment of lower energy or lower emotion or learning emotion, then something's trying to tell you to notice that you probably don't need to be in that state of emotion because who wants to be no one really and maybe you're in that state of emotion at the time and you're contemplating how you could get out of it well then the synchronicity is telling you that that's the first step that's the first step is wanting to get out of it and so you shouldn't feel guilt fear or shame because the, how can a student feel guilt, fear, or shame with a learning lesson? You know, the teacher's not going to say, how dare you learn to add one plus one. I'm going to punish you, but I'm glad you learned it. <laughs> so, I mean, does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, so for me, the synchronicities, all of the little synchronicities that were going on today were adding up to this. They were saying loud and clearly, you're on the right path, don't deter. Everything that you talked about, everything that you witnessed, and everything that you experienced and felt this weekend, and the, probably the two days leading up to it, were spot on, 100%. And I think that the appropriate like confirmation is that feeling that everything was gonna was all right even though I, I felt like I mean think about it how does a person go from I feel like I missed something like I'm overlooking something to like well everything feels good <laughs> like that doesn't just happen it's human nature and tendency to drive ourselves into the ground wondering what the heck it is that we forgot you know and not realizing that we're putting ourselves in that position um and it was easy to just dismiss it when i thought everything is as it should be and if it's important it's going to be brought to my attention and this is important and it took until the second day to realize that so things are obviously moving fast and I was making a reference to numerology because if 5 plus 1 plus 3 
plus 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 9 is 1. Then 5 plus 1 plus 4 plus 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 9 is 2. And that's today because this podcast happened after midnight. <laughs> so this is day two. And there's so many things that I thought this weekend that I I considered would be the topic of this podcast. Um, but I think those thoughts are going to marinate a little bit more. And when the appropriate experience occurs, they will come out. And that can be during the in-between, and that can be in season three of It Is In Us Now, It Is In U.S. Now. And, oh, one last synchronicity before I end, or two, I'm going to say, before I end this podcast for tonight. And they're interesting for me. So... One of them just left my mind, so I guess I'm only going to be left with this one. <laughs> That's interesting. Wow. Okay, no. I came back. Okay. Almost left my mind. But I guess because it's not as important as the other one, but it's kind of significant. I recently found out that there's going to be a new show for the public, for humans in my country and probably other places I think called the in-between and I was like no way like I had no idea like I don't watch television <laughs> when I watch shows they're reruns or borrowed dvds or you know things of that nature um there are plenty of entertainment apps that show shows from the past or I don't have to watch what's current to stay entertained. And therefore, I'm not familiar with any commercials that are current. I'm not really familiar with anything that's current, but that's always been my nature. I come around to things once the energy has evolved. And um, so this current show that's coming out at the end of the month <laughs> is called The In-Between. And I was like, holy crap. And the idea to call this the in-between was just, it just came to me, came, sat in my lap, it happened haphazardly, coincidentally, synchronistically, now it seems, because I was contemplating how long I would do the in-between. And I don't know how many more episodes will come of it, but I do know that it's going to end before this show begins <laughs> and that is just gave me my answer on when i will i'm pretty sure gonna stop doing the in-between and either hiatus until it is in us now or start is in us now it is in us now again that was the first one the second one was this way showers light workers and um Right now, I'm starting to feel like anyone who might have a positive message, they're starting to conclude or include their message with power words. 
love, peace, joy, compassion, patience, mercy, harmony, abundance, gratitude, discernment, empathy, faith. Have a good night. And thank you very much. I'm very grateful.